everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And we are here for our very exciting preview of When Calls the Heart season seven. Been waiting. We had our Christmas movie, but it's been a little while since we had our finale of season six. And it was a very eventful season. Uh, and we are really excited to be able to talk about uh, kind of where things are left off, what, uh, what we got in the finale and also in the Christmas movie, but then uh, also talk about what we are looking forward to coming up, what we anticipate uh, uh, coming up, what we'd like to see. All that fun stuff should be great. And we're looking forward to getting all of your feedback from the Hardys. So make sure you let us know what you think. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner, and I'm joined today by uh, my fellow co-host, uh, Cammy is here. Hey, everybody. Yay. And Caroline is here. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right. So you guys are both really excited about coming back to Hope Valley. Yeah. Tardy, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> you got the hooked hardy and the hopeful hardy. Is that what you named yourself, Caroline? S S hopeful hardy, yes. Hopeful yeah, for so, Lucas. <laughs> oh, gosh, here we go. Yes. <laughs> we haven't even started. <laughs> and we Yeah, have... you got the hooked hardy and the hopeful hardy. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we've been able to talk to both uh, Kevin McGarry and Chris McNally. Uh, I'm not sure when the Chris McNally episode will air, but yeah, we've we've uh, been able to kind of get a lot of perspectives and we'll have links down to those things and it's a lot of fun, a lot to look forward to. And uh, so let's talk about the end of season six. Of course, lots of things happened in season six. Uh, a lot of unexpected <laughs> things with, uh, <laughs> with Abigail, for sure. That was unexpected. But uh, the last episode of the season was called uh, Two of Hearts. And the main focus of the episode was about Baby Jack's christening. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and you had... Uh, Rosemary and Lee that are deemed, I guess, or whatever, uh, the guardians of Jack. And then you have Bill and Julie that are designated as the godparents. So right. that was interesting. I, I didn't know that there were those different. Yeah, I, I didn't know there was a difference before. either. Me yeah. either. Because uh, that's not a tradition that I I I have in my church, so I uh, yeah I didn't know that. That was interesting to me, um, but it was really sweet them all you know celebrating baby Jack, mm -hmm. and uh, um, they had some pretty funny stories at the Facebook Live, which we'll we'll mention this a number of times. But at the Facebook Live, uh, they had this big uh, broadcast uh, today. They were the whole main cast was there. And they were saying that <laughs> I particularly liked the story about the um, wooden horse. The rocking yeah. horse. Yeah, the rocking so horse. That was hilarious. <laughs> so are you gonna are you gonna mention it? Yeah. So for, the, the for those who haven't heard it. Yeah. So Leland makes a rocking horse. A actually, um, actually they they ask yeah, they ask Mike Hickam to do it. Hickam. Okay. Yeah. We and love Hickam. <laughs> <laughs> and so they have this horse. And I guess the twins hate it. They hate it. Really they hated funny. the one that showed up on on the episode. Apparently, they had the pretty one. one, the the finished one, and then they had a makeshift one or something like that. And the one that was supposed to end up 
on the episode that was the pretty one it was the the one that the twins hated (laughs) yeah it was really funny and uh, and so they had to do some creative editing in order to (laughs) get the shot (laughs) and that was good uh and so then nathan makes a sign for elizabeth a wooden sign that that we're back at the finale now yes we're back at the finale now (laughs) um and it's always do what you are afraid to do it's a quote by emerson and uh we see a back and forth between nathan and lucas and uh and elizabeth (laughs) this little triangle cammy what have you thought about the whole love triangle have you liked it are you what what is your thoughts and i guess what team are you Well, it's funny you should say that because for anybody who doesn't know, on my blog, I've been doing what I call Face Off Friday. And I've done three rounds now. So I have this, uh, this picture in my head of Lucas and Nathan in boxing gloves. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and what I did is I went through the entire season and I watched, I watched the interactions with Elizabeth, just the interactions with Elizabeth. And I gave them points or I took away points based on how they did. So for example, when Lucas and Elizabeth first meet, he gets three points for the three different compliments he gives her. Intelligent, personality, and I'm missing one. Dang it. But... (laughs) Is it beauty or did he say something about? No, it wasn't beauty. Intelligence, personality, independence. Independence, yeah. Yes. And so he got three points for, for, uh, for giving her those, those compliments, but then he made a total fool of himself and stuck his foot in his mouth. And so I took away a point for that. And so it's just been a give and take, give and take, give and take. And I've been releasing it two episodes at a time. And so Last Friday, it was Lucas 14, Nathan 10. That's where, that's where it was. And see, I'm tallying it as it goes along so that I find out right along with everybody else. I don't know what the final tally is. And I mm-hmm. did that on purpose. So it's just funny to, to see the back and forth. This person's ahead. This person's ahead. This, and so, um, for the longest time, I was not on a particular team. I was just kind of finding it entertaining <laughs> to watch and <laughs> to see these two guys put themselves out there for Elizabeth. Not too much at first. I really like how they did it very <laughs> subtly. Yeah, that was and nice. They, yeah, because they, they're not pushing in on her. Um, they're not trying to pressure her into anything. But then little by little, they start increasing their gestures and they start showing more interest. And so, yeah, for a long time, I wasn't on a particular team. I was just kind of sitting back and seeing what happened. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not fully sold on a team. I will say that. I will admit I am kind of leaning a little bit more towards team Nathan but like I said, I am not fully sold. I still think that Lucas has lots of redeeming qualities, except for the beard. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> so, 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 Caroline. Uh, yes. So, what about you? Which team are you on? I am. Oh, I don't know. What is she? Team Lucas. What? <laughs> team 
Lucas. Why are you Team Lucas? First off, Chris McNally, check. Yeah. Um, beard, <laughs> check. Whoa, whoa, um, what was the second one you said? What? Beard, beard, Oh, check. beard, yeah, yeah. She's Fa- team facial, beard. Team facial hair for him. And I like that he's mysterious, and he's really sweet on Elizabeth. He got her a library, for Pete's sake. Yeah, and, yeah. And um, he, yeah, that he's was not... also for the whole town. Yeah. But it was he did mostly it for, for her, though, for sure. Yeah, he was a and for little gesture. Jack, and for little Jack to have a place to read his book. Yeah. Oh, right. Mm. It was definitely for her. I mean, come on. I know. Other people I know. Will benefit, but but yeah. I I mean, I I love Chris McNally. I when we mm-hmm. talked to him, told him that I went back and listened to the first <laughs> podcast we ever did on Rocky Mountain Christmas, and mm-hmm. in that podcast, I said that I thought that he was attractive three times. <laughs> so I I think that's not a lie. That's so, not a lie. I, it is very, very I, 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 I'll say, I'll say it too. I think it's very, he is very, he is such an attractive man. I have to say, I absolutely loved interviewing Kevin McGarry. He won me over. Not that I yes. really needed winning over, but he was so, such a great interview. I absolutely loved him. I, I love very attractive Kevin. too. And he is very attractive too. <laughs> yes. I like Kevin and Chris the same. But I like Na- Lucas better than Nathan. Yeah. Poor Nathan, bless his heart. Well, um. I think the thing is, is that Lucas is—he's uh, a little bit more like confident, and he's mm-hmm. a little more because—and that's kind of cute about Nathan that he's sort of awkward and a little. Yeah, I like the awkward. Yeah, yeah that's so that's cute too in its own way. But there's just something about that swagger with Chris yeah. McNally. <laughs> And in real life, I'm definitely team clean shaven, but, but I, I think it works for his character here. Mm-hmm. I do. I do. Oh, I think completely. it works for No, it completely works for the character. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I could not agree more. That's why I am going to say right now in the point system, I did not take off or add points for facial hair. Okay, it good. did not enter into the system at all. But all the in the in the pictures for the like season, there's a barber shop. So maybe maybe Lucas might might shave his Oh barbershop huh? Yeah. I, I don't know. I know I don't know. He's pretty well established with that thing. At least it's not the uh the mysterious ice cream parlor that we never found and never got to see. Never never got to see. <laughs> <laughs> uh that's still one of my favorite episodes is when all the kids uh went and did their little um career yeah i like that, that, that i like the great. anything with the kids i use the yeah. kids as much mm-hmm. as possible in my opinion um i'm not generally a big fan of love triangles but i feel like they've done a pretty good job of obfuscating who is who she's going to pick because a lot of times it's like okay we get it she is totally <laughs> picking he's just totally picking edward this is obvious why are we wasting time you know instead of she's not going to pick jacob mm-hmm. and so it just all feels kind of a waste of time speaking of twilight um so a lot of love triangles don't work very well for me but this i feel there's enough ambiguity of what she's going to do there's that, been a huge yeah. balance there's been a very yeah. big balance. Mm-hmm. Just give a little, take a little, give a little, take a little. So yeah, yeah, it's they. I think they've done a really good job. We truly do not know who she's going to pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so too. And, and I like that. I'll say it with Jack and Charles. We knew it was Jack. 
So that oh. love triangle didn't work. No question. Like this love triangle. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, so then we also had an interesting thing with Gowan um, that Bill finds out that Gowan had tried to notify the mining company about the problems and that they had refused to help with the problems and that he feels all of this guilt about it. And, uh, and you know, he, he basically tells Bill, like, I live with that every day. And, mm -hmm. uh, and so they're definitely trying to redeem Gowan. I never thought that he was, I guess, as like duplicitous and evil as like some people seem to think. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, they definitely last, especially the last two seasons have mm -hmm. been trying to kind of redeem him for sure. And Caroline, what do you think about this sort of development in Gowan? I, I love the new Gowan, I guess. Um, I, I like his, the redemption story and I like that he's more involved with the town and stuff. And I, and I, I felt that he was remorseful about what happened and especially him talking with Elizabeth about like how to move on from grief and stuff. Although that was very, very yeah. powerful. Like the whole scene with Aaron and Martin was really well yeah. done. I like and, that. I mean, I still wish that we had seen uh, Henry Gallen on when hope calls because mm -hmm. that whole thing and not this Christmas, the previous Christmas movie with him reading that book to the little girl oh, was the cutest the thing Millie. to ever exist. Yes. Yeah, that was so cute. The ultimate redemption story with him adopting that little girl. I know. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I don't know. What do you think, Cammie, about that one? Okay. <laughs> if my friend Jane listens to this, she's going to kill me. Um, <laughs> but I, okay, first of all, I firmly believe that that storyline was much bigger and more involved with the original episodes yeah mm -hmm. but when they had to cut it i i firmly believe that there was a lot lost there because it mm -hmm. didn't make sense mm -hmm. you know, that they it was very rushed very choppy what you know it and so i think i think that if we had seen the original episodes it would have made more sense i will i will say that now that being said I didn't like that they were trying to make him out to be the good guy all along. Mm -hmm. I, I much prefer the fact that he was the evil mustache twirling villain in the beginning. And he has found his way to mm -hmm. be a good, good. person. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't like, I mean, maybe now he feels remorse and guilt, but I mm -hmm. did not like them going all the way back at, to season one and trying to make him a good guy then. Because if mm. you go back to those episodes, he made life a nightmare for everyone in the town. Yeah. There is Abigail included. And there's no way, there's no way that he felt remorse back then for, mm -hmm. he, I think he was more angry about being outed and losing his position and losing the money. Mm -hmm. So I would have rathered, I would have rathered that they gave him the redemption story and that he feels the guilt now mm -hmm. rather than try to make him out to be a good guy back then. Right. I, I can see yeah, that I point. I did not care for that. I can see that. I think that one of the problems that redeeming Gowan gives though 
is that we were kind of left without an antagonist for the show. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the show is already right pretty squeaky clean, I guess. Like everybody, I mean, it's Hope Valley, so I get that. But you kind of, like, nobody wants to watch something where every character is perfect and every mm-hmm. character makes perfect choices and everything's always happy. You need some conflict. You need some, you need some challenging things. And so that was one thing his character did. He provided conflict. And, uh, and so I, I think that some of the other things that they've thrown in to kind of provide conflict haven't been that interesting to me. Uh, and so I, that's my one concern is that uh, going forward, if we're redeeming Gowan, who's the antagonist in Hope Valley? Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there isn't one. a clear one right, yeah. right now. I mean, Lucas provided some of the shadiness in season mm-hmm. six with his past and his secrecy and all of that. So he provided a little bit of that, but he was not the clear antagonist. Yeah. yeah so, so it's interesting. It, it'll be interesting to see what they do in season seven to see if they bring on somebody. The other thing that I, I mean, we're kind of getting into what we'd like to see it coming up, but I would love for them to get back to telling different stories of the town uh, and you can have the continual story of Elizabeth and everything. Like, but I like that in the early seasons. I think they did that more where you'd have mm-hmm, a single yeah. episode about one of the minors or a single episode about one of the kids. Uh, and I, I kind of wish they would go back to a little bit more of that. We get to know more. More of the town. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I really loved about um, episode three. If we're, if we're including yeah. the Christmas episode, that's what I really loved about episode three of season six it was so reminiscent of season one. You introduce a new character. You have the main, you have the storyline involving Timmy particularly. So it really focused on him and you have everyone going about and doing their jobs, but then you're left with that cliffhanger at the end with Lucas finding the money in the, in the fish, uh, in the fish crate and putting it in his safe it was the perfect episode in that season, I thought, because it was the perfect blend of all of the elements that we love. And then it was very reminiscent of season one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, so then we have like the, the jealousy wars going on here. Cause you've got Lucas that's jealous of Nathan because he gets old baby Jack at the, the christening. And then you have. Yeah. Okay. 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 We have to talk about those faces. I don't care what team you're on. That was the most adorable thing ever. You know, <laughs> if Carson's face or Paul's face, whenever Nathan was making those faces was so funny. Like yeah. he, he was like, what's going on? Like, what's that guy doing? It was so funny. Yeah. yeah. Kevin's faces. Oh my gosh. They were hysterical. I was dying. Uh, yeah. And so then, but then Nathan is really jealous of Lucas at the day of the library opening. So it kind of goes back and forth, back and library. forth. And that was pretty funny. And uh, we have this whole, they, they kind of challenge each other to the is it arm wrestling, Cammie. Do you remember? No, it was, yeah. uh, it was the hammer. Yeah, the hammer. To make, okay. to, yeah, the strongman competition to make the bell ding. Oh, right, right. So, okay. And so what there's do you all call that, those but... things? Is that, 
Yeah, I strong don't know man. what they're called. Strong man. I th- that's it's what I thought. Man. Yeah, where you hit the hammer on the little yeah, and it goes to the bell, and you try to make yeah. the yeah, you try to make the the thing rise to ding yeah. the bell. That was on like so. Founders Day or something, right? Festival. Yeah, yeah Founders yeah. Day. Yeah, Founders, founders would, be would be proud. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I really like the chemistry and the banter and the things between the two of them i think they're a lot of fun i i really Mm -hmm. enjoy both those actors a lot but but the but the hysteric the hysterical thing was that neither one of them won i i thought for sure that they were gonna have one of them beat the other and then in walks carson just jotting along (laughs) and he barely even tries (laughs) and he's the one that wins i went oh that's perfect yeah so perfect yeah and in the christmas special nathan is is being given a job and he's gonna move and Allie doesn't want him to move and elizabeth is upset about that uh so there's sort of that back and forth going on Mm -hmm. and he decides not Mm -hmm. to move we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast there the good folks over at HelloFresh. And right now you can, if you go to hellofresh.com slash hallmarkies10, use code hallmarkies10, you can get 10 free meals, including free shipping. It's a great deal. They're America's number one meal kit. And uh, they provide 22 plus seasonal chef curated recipes each week that you can choose from. So it's really great service. And it really helps you get out of your dinner rut. Uh, if you, uh, kind of get tired of making the same recipes but you need some ideas that it's a really good way to do that and they have different themes you can get low calorie vegetarian family friendly recipes and so that's great also saves you time you don't have to go to the grocery store you don't have to spend the time planning and getting everything ready and one thing's nice as a single person that i like about the service is i get just enough i need for a particular recipe so i'm not I don't have tons of big bottles of sauce that I, you know, only need for one recipe or spices that I only need for one recipe. So I think that is really nice. Uh, The packaging HelloFresh uses to ship the food is almost entirely made from recyclable and already recycled content. The carbon footprint is 25% lower than store-bought grocery-made meals. And uh, it's it's flexible. You can add uh, lunches to the order you can get uh, garlic bread cookie dough other things that you can add which is really nice Uh, you can change delivery days you can make it work for your schedule which is great and so definitely check out HelloFresh. i think it'll really be a great thing for your family or even if you're single like me uh, you'll really uh, enjoy it so go to hellofresh.com slash hallmarkies10 use code hallmarkies10 for 10 free meals including free shipping we also have speaking of carson faith is gone uh to help her dad i believe mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. and yeah. uh so but then we see them get reunited in the christmas movie and so caroline after a long mm-hmm. haul yeah uh caroline how do you feel about faith and carson don't hate me hardy <laughs> but i do I not i do not like team infirmary yeah <gasps> it's just uh, I, lo- I love them as their own individual characters yeah but i do not like them as a couple yeah i'm with you caroline i I just think yeah i think they i love both those actors they've both been on the podcast they're great i i just am not feeling it i think their interactions Mm -hmm. are really awkward and really uncomfortable and yeah i don't know i'm just not feeling the chemistry i just not and i think the age difference does come into play a little bit 
Um, but mm-hmm. I liked them both working together quite a bit and they had a nice banter, but it, I don't know. I'm just not feeling the romance. It's just not. Yeah. So, uh, Cammie, you, I think could speak for team infirmary because <laughs> I can <laughs> Caroline and I are not on that team. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm the one standalone. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that team infirmary has gotten a lot of criticism because of lack of chemistry and things like that. But you know, one thing that I think is that they're different. You know, they're they're not Jack and Elizabeth. Both characters are much more reserved. They're much quieter. And they've both been burned in, in the area of love because uh, Faith lost her fiancé because he was a jerk. And Carson lost his wife to death when he tried to save her. You know, so... They're both very cautious. They're both quieter, shyer people. And so their relationship is just different. It's not as passionate as, as Jack and Elizabeth. And I think that a lot of people may try to translate that into not as good as with chemistry. Now, I will be the first to say that Aaron and Dan had the best screen chemistry I have ever seen Big screen, small screen, whatever. I've never seen better. Uh, but I just think that Faith and Carson are just different. You know, they're they're not supposed to be the big, passionate, flashy couple. I think they're supposed to be quieter. Um, one thing I will say is that the Christmas episode, I didn't. It did feel awkward. The Christmas, mm-hmm. the Christmas episode, the chemistry didn't feel as on point as it did for me in season six, at least in the beginning. There, I thought that there were a lot of missed opportunities. I said, well, why didn't he kiss her there? Or why didn't she do this here in season six? I do think that there were some miss op- missed opportunities. But when they had that first kiss... I died. I, I, thought, I thought it was so sweet and wonderful. And then that was right before the hiatus. So that was the image that got left in our minds. So, but the Christmas episode, yes, I do think it was a little awkward, but we also have to remember that Andrea was eight months pregnant when <laughs> she filmed that. You know, so it's yeah. gonna be a little awkward. Well, I mean, and that's what makes me a little bit worried because I already feel like it's really awkward and not working for me and now Mm -hmm. they're filming this whole season when she's very pregnant and that's gonna make it even more awkward because even if they do a pretty good job of hiding it like we'll all know and so i think i think it'll be even more awkward but but see but not in but not in the beginning because the christmas movie was the last thing they filmed Mm -hmm. so Towards the beginning, it's still it's still her, but they use the body double towards the end. Towards the end, you know, I've I've written I've written two fan fiction stories that were centered on Faith and Carson, and that was the first time that I had really gotten into another couple besides Jack and Elizabeth. So that's probably one of the reasons is because I saw this whole story in my head, and my best friend Sarah and I we wrote the story together. Yeah. And she kind of laid out a skeleton and then I fleshed it out and it was really, really awesome. So that's probably where some of my enthusiasm comes from. But I, I think they're cute. No, they're not, you know, they're not the number one couple of the year for me, but I just, I think they're sweet. I think they're cute. And 
I think they're yeah. going to go somewhere with it. And well, I enjoy waiting for what's going to happen. Well, it will be interesting to see. And you'll have to let us know in the comments or on Twitter, if you are team infirmary, if you agree with Caroline and myself, <laughs> or if you agree with Gammy, uh, we, we accept all views on the Hallmarkies podcast. Um, yes. So we also have in this, to end off the season, we have Jesse proposing to Clara. So that was pretty exciting. Do you think we'll have a wedding, mm-hmm. uh, um, Caroline, in uh, the new season? I think so, because during the filming and stuff, I noticed that they um, had outside scenes inside of the church. And so I, th- I think they're having a wedding then, mm-hmm. like around like episode five or six. Mm-hmm. That's just my guess. Yeah. Do you think that so, Clara is still going to be working? I think, I think there definitely will be a wedding. Yeah. Do you think the, Clara- in the cafe? Yeah, do you think that Clara will still be working uh, for Lucas? Oh, that's an int- I haven't thought about that. I was thinking about the cafe. Mm-hmm. Um, may- maybe because I- yeah. during the Christmas movie, that's when um, Jesse and Lucas kind of like let their you know started becoming friends. So yeah. maybe he'll let her um, continue to work. Well, she she was pretty spirited about it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you don't I have to, don't have to have your permission, kind mm-hmm. of a feeling, which I appreciated. Uh, and yeah, I think I feel like we all need another wedding in Hope Valley. I I feel like I don't know, and, just, and a happy marriage, like yeah, you know and, what I mean, like an actual <laughs> marriage. Sorry, mm-hmm. yeah, with somebody who's not going to die too much yeah. later. Yeah, it. <laughs> I don't know. What do you Still think about Clara and uh, Jesse, uh, Cami? I, I like them. I think they're cute. I think sometimes their chemistry is a little awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but I still think they're cute. The one thing that bothered me about the proposal, because I thought the proposal was really sweet and I loved how nervous he was, but having Elizabeth stand straight in the center while she, I was like, why is Elizabeth standing and staring while he's trying to propose? she was right in the middle of them basically and it just it it felt it felt weird it felt off but putting that aside I have absolutely no doubt that there's going to be a wedding they've kind of hinted at it and I think I think we're gonna see a wedding and one thing that Aaron Bouchult says is that when they do film the wedding between Jesse and Clara, he doesn't want to see her the way Dan oh. Lissing didn't want to see Aaron Krako. That's so, sweet. but the way that, cause he wants to just have that real, yeah. yeah, that very real, very genuine first reaction. So I think we're getting a wedding just listening to the way that they kind of chat about it. I think we're getting a wedding this season and I would be very, very excited to see that because yeah. Once, like you guys said, it, we we would get a happy, steady, sweet marriage that we can just kind of breathe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. it didn't occur to me until you know until the proposal just how long they've been going on. I'm like, wow, they've been they've been carrying on quite a while now. Yeah. They, yeah they, it's true because he was trying to he was trying to make advances at her in season three mm-hmm. and so yeah you know that's almost as long as jack and elizabeth <laughs> yeah they take their time in hope valley they sure do they have, they have self-control Except for Carson and faith. 
Carson, <laughs> Carson and Faith took much shorter. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I will. I, I'm excited. I'm, t- I'm jumping ahead, but I'm excited to see how Elizabeth and Clara bond this season, especially yes. with like Elizabeth wanting to move on and stuff, and how Clara can kind of help her, you know, guide her along and everything. I think because be she sweet. was the one. She was the one that that, that had that that perspective that she felt cheated. Mm-hmm. I mean, and when you think about it, she lost her husband three days after they were married. I mean, that's mm-hmm. worse than Jack. Mm-hmm. At least, you know, at yeah, least they were true. married for a couple of months and mm-hmm. Clara lost her husband three days after they were married. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. just, that must've been horrible for her. Yeah. So, so I'm really glad to see her comfortable with moving on and getting mm-hmm. married again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then the episode kind of ended with there's a dance and uh, Elizabeth gets to choose in Ladies' Choice dance, and she picks uh, Lucas, and so he's pretty excited to have gotten the dance, and, and Caroline was as well. But he's trying Caroline to play it cool. <laughs> he's trying to, but he's he's so trying to play it cool. And you can tell. Caroline's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Nathan is kind of pouting a little bit, yeah. leaves, and pouting. she, Elizabeth, you see, looking at him leaving and so it's like what's more important the dance or the the sort of the lingering look Mm -hmm. that's what made it such a great cliffhanger yeah because (laughs) when i saw that i said oh my gosh she asked lucas oh my gosh and then there was that look and i went oh (laughs) i I was having so much fun talking at my tv (laughs) yeah yeah leading up to that like the point like i the dance part i was thinking she was going to ask gowan because of their scene before about talking about grief because i thought she was going to go ask gowan to dance i didn't expect her that i didn't expect her to ask lucas or like nathan like Uh i I thought that was well done yeah and i think that's another i think that's another scene where we're missing stuff because of the editing that they had to do you know Mm. and, and because of the horrible circumstances that they found themselves in with during season six i i was totally willing to let stuff go let things slide you know give them the benefit of the doubt and so i'm expecting season seven to be much smoother because they are not having (laughs) any of those yeah let's just knock on wood that they don't have any more (laughs) of those kinds of problems nobody commit any felonies please please (laughs) no one decided to leave the show (laughs) but you know so i really think that we needed to give them a lot of leeway for season six but with season seven i think that things will be much smoother the storylines will be much crisper and cleaner and will flow better mm-hmm. because I I think there was a lot more to that scene. I really mm-hmm. do. I think there was a lot more to that scene than just Elizabeth walking out and then walking back in and asking Lucas to dance and Henry leaving and all of that. I really think there was yeah. a lot more to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, and they were definitely building up maybe something with Abigail and Gowan, uh, so and so I think there probably would have been something. <laughs> something with that but um so we have we have the summary for the first episode so i'm going to read it we're going to talk about it and then maybe share just a couple more things that we'd like to see over the course of the season so it's uh 
it's called a moving picture is the first episode and it's newly revisiting her passion for writing elizabeth shares her manuscript with lucas but is not prepared for his honest critique of her work elizabeth and nathan navigate a relationship which walks the line between friendship and romance a journalist comes to town to profile gowan who fears what Bill and others uh, may have to share about him. Rosemary and Lee prepare for an anniversary getaway, but their plans are thwarted by a work conflict. Faith and Carson come to a crossroads in their relationship when Faith receives a job offer away from Hope Valley. Meanwhile, Jesse and Clara plan for their upcoming wedding. Oh, so. whoa! That's a <laughs> packed episode! Yeah, it really is. My word! And that's from Hallmark Press. That's the release. So uh, I got it wow. from official sources. Uh, so, Caroline, whoa. what are your first thoughts here and all of that? <laughs> first off, I'm excited that Elizabeth is writing again and that she feels comfortable sharing it with Lucas. Uh-huh. Um, I'm excited. That, sorry, did we know that she writes fiction? I didn't know that was a thing. I, I've only yeah. seen her basically her diary. She she wrote a she oh, wrote no. a book all during season three about like characters that are based on people in Hope Valley. Okay, I was thinking it was more of a and memoir season, kind of thing, four, not a fiction. Mm-hmm. In season four, she's trying to get it published, and Jack writes that, and he he puts the whole book together and and, draws, um, and draws and paints the illustrations and gives her the book he said i okay. wanted to be your first publisher okay i was thinking it was nonfiction, not fiction mm-hmm. anyway go oh, ahead yeah, caroline no, sorry <laughs> so, so i'm excited about that i'm excited about clara and jesse planning their wedding i'm excited to see because i saw a preview of it about flowers and i remember like lucas thinks it's nathan giving elizabeth the flowers and nathan thinks it's lucas giving elizabeth the flowers and so (laughs) it's gonna be really funny to see how that works i'm excited about that and seeing rosemary and lee about their anniversary because they're so cute yeah the rosemary is my favorite character on the show by Mm -hmm. far and mm-hmm. has been since her first appearance. I love her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, uh, Cammie, what are your thoughts about all of that? A lot going on. First well, episode. I kind of said my first thought. Oh, my word. You know? yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a packed episode. I'm, I'm a bit speechless, you know, <laughs> to be completely honest. It's just there's so much. Uh, but I was, I hadn't, I hadn't read that yet. I wanted it to, I, I stayed away from it so that it could be fresh. And so I could get my first reaction, but Faith gets a job offer. Whoa. You know, that's, that's big. That's I, really yeah. big. Yeah. I, I saw something like ET release or something that she, like she wants to become a doctor. That was back in season four, I believe with the railroad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She uh, remember Ray Wyatt is making advances and mm-hmm. and she taught she tells him that she's studying to be a doctor. So Cause, cause I think it, I remember someone small. saying that. it's small. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there there's there's a lot happening. And I think it's kind of funny that Lucas is going to completely dash her dash her writing yeah (laughs) that's the part that definitely intrigues me the most because i don't know i just feel like lucas will be really kind of funny really yeah like entertaining entertaining chris mcnally will make that entertaining 
Well, and uh, and the one thing I'm wondering is after he basically just, you know, crushes her feelings, does she go to Nathan? Yeah, I can see that. Talk about it and gets a little bit of soothing, Caroline. No. <laughs> <laughs> we do know that they says they, they walk the line between friendship and romance. So. See, you didn't, Elizabeth, you didn't Elizabeth. say what team you're on, Rachel. Oh, yes. what, what, I, I think if I had to pick... I would be Team Lucas. Yes. <laughs> what is it with the two of you? <laughs> that, that, that beard. Yeah, because I don't know. I just think he's super sexy, and that's enough for me sometimes for the show. And uh, so, and it's just something different. I feel like Nathan is too similar to Jack. Yes. And it's not. It just wouldn't be as interesting as of a relationship. That's why she's attracted yeah. to him. <laughs> Well, I don't think she's not attracted to Lucas. No, I think she is. Yeah. Yeah, So I don't know. It would just be a more interesting, as a viewer, it would be a more interesting choice. But I do think Aaron should probably pick Nathan. Aaron Krako said, Aaron Krako said in the (laughs) Facebook live that, you know, she, she does have feelings for both men and that surprises Mm -hmm. her because she didn't think that it would happen. Yeah, Yeah. That's why I'm not. 100% 100% committed to picking a team because I just want to kind of sit back and see where they go. Yeah. <laughs> I will say I will I will I won't um pitch a fit about who Elizabeth <laughs> picks. I'm going to set up there now. I won't cry on the <laughs> you podcast. You heard it. You heard it people. <laughs> I'll, I'll cry by myself in my room. Hey, we oh, survived. God. We survived the uh <laughs> the loss of jack we can we can work through it we could we can survive her picking somebody but the reason why i think she will pick nathan is just i think the connection of them both being single parents is kind of unsurmountable i think that that is huge and that will sway the kind of sway her at the end Mm -hmm. Um, i just don't i don't know so if i was a like i think it would be more interesting as a viewer for her to pick somebody like Lucas because uh, it's so different. Um, but I think in the end, the, the parenting side, I think will will rule the day. <laughs> I do. But that's well, just me. Because well, she has to worry about little Jack. I do have to yeah. say, like, she has a fact, kid. And the fact that, that Nathan is basically a parent, guardian, mm-hmm. whatever, uh, of Allie, that's just... And of a child who is not his own. Yeah. So it would be a lot easier for him to accept yeah. baby Jack. One thing, one thing I will say about Nathan is, and it's funny because I heard Kevin McGarry say this on a video from the Hardy's family reunion. And so I kind of went, yes, Caroline, you may remember me saying this uh, when we talked about it earlier, but one thing about Nathan is he seems to need her more Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. and not just to ha- not just help raising Allie, but he he kind of gives off the vibe that he can't live without her. Lucas he, he has a lot more confidence, yes, but with that confidence comes I don't quite he he's very he has a very high opinion of himself, mm-hmm. and he's a little cocky, and so he doesn't act like he needs her and that was that was one thing that kind of led me to be a little bit more towards the team nathan side is because nathan is just desperate for her the way like, jack was desperate for her you know, like he needs her yeah like i remember the mask of chris and kevin like why do you think 
Elizabeth, like Elizabeth will pick your character, and like, and they said Lucas needs. I mean, Elizabeth. Uh, Lucas helps Elizabeth, but Elizabeth helps Nathan. That, yeah, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and Chris McNally did say in the live Facebook thing, he said we are going to see more big grand gestures. I like so, that. That's going to be interesting. Be yeah. That <laughs> what could be, be what could be grander than a library? I can't wait to see. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> and what could be grander than the lanterns? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Isn't that sweet? Though that you have to admit that was yeah. very sweet. once again. That it was, was for the whole town. No, for no, Elizabeth. It, um, it, it was, was for pointed Elizabeth. at her. It was pointed at her, but it was for the whole town. No. Kevin McGarry is so funny. He acts like Nathan is like the guy ever, which I love. It's so funny. Yeah. Um, he said it in our interview, but he also said it in uh, the Facebook. He said, Nathan's a weird guy and he gets to be yeah, a better he person. Did. That was so funny. <laughs> yeah, he did. So, that was funny. Uh, and also, Aaron Krakow said, Viewers will think she's chosen someone, but I don't think she has, which was interesting. Yeah. Can I, I'm going to give my, my theory. Uh-huh. She Ooh. doesn't choose, like, who to court. She lets one of them down, but the real conflict is letting go of Jack. You know, letting go mm. of her memory. Not of her memory, but letting go of, like, warning Jack as much. You know what I mean? So I think yeah. that's going to be her conflict. It's more letting go of of Jack and like her love with Jack, and so she can move on to somebody else. Yeah, if that makes so, sense. Do you think, uh, Cami, that uh, what do you see happening with Pascal and um, I mean with uh, <laughs> with Rosemary and Lee? <laughs> what would you well, guess? In the Facebook Live she said that she would love to see Rosemary pregnant, which leads me to believe that Rosemary does not get pregnant yeah. in season seven because they were saying they mm-hmm. were pitching ideas yeah. to, to the people at the front table. You know, they were trying to say, Hey, let's do this. Hey, let's do this. Which yeah. included a musical episode. That was Andrea's pitch, which I oh think would be awesome. It would <laughs> be so would, good. <laughs> that would be amazing. But anyway, moving on. I, I would, I would love to see Rosemary pregnant, but I don't think it's going to happen this season. I, ah, I don't know exactly what I want to see from them. I just enjoy watching them. For instance, uh, with the ladies choice at the dance there, there's that one part where Rosemary is walking towards Lee passes him up and he kind of goes uh and then she turns around and kind of does Ta-da! and yeah. he says oh so funny so funny and there was so much there was so much speculation of was that scripted or was that impromptu was yeah. that was that just improv? completely improv? Yeah. yes was that was that completely improv and Kevin kind of hinted on twitter he hinted that it was impromptu that it was total improv and they just went along with it and yeah i know and so the two of them together their chemistry their banter and just the fact that from all accounts that we've heard that they are that their actual characters are so much like their real personalities 
Yeah. And, and so just that it's so mm-hmm. natural between the two of them. I don't really have a place that I want them to go. I just love watching them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really love them too. I think they have a really great chemistry. I actually, I know this people might think it's crazy, but I actually like them even better than Jack and Elizabeth. I absolutely love Rosemary and Lee. And I, I don't know. I just, I just thought they're such a fun combo and they have such good chemistry. And so they're my favorite. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. She did say that there's more of Rosemary and Elizabeth and their sort of friendship growing in the season. So that'll be interesting to see how that works out. And I love, uh, I love that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Their friendship is so much fun to watch. It is. Yeah. And it was really cute too. Pascal said uh, that, uh, she'd had a woman reach out to her and talk to her oh. about her struggles with infertility and uh, she really that responded was, to the character sad. of Rosemary. I thought that was really nice. I know. And that that's the other great thing uh, about Pascal and Kevin is they have this great out there personality and they're funny and they're cute and they go back and forth kind of like Ricky and Lucy. And then... They have those heartfelt, genuine, deep feeling scenes that just, that they knocked out of the park. So they can do both. They can do both, which leads me to think that it would be amazing to see them do both kinds of scenes again this season. And like what I think it was Pascal saying, like, how funny they are it really does make you have that much more like emotion towards their emotional Mm -hmm. scenes like oh my gosh like i got emotional seeing them struggle with infertility Mm -hmm. and i was like that that was a powerful scene and i I do understand that because like pascal and kevin are so funny like seeing them emotional made me emotional so i guess we don't see that very often Mm -hmm. so yeah Mm -hmm. Well, the last thing that I will say is that I've never been a huge Bill fan. <laughs> it's not my favorite character. <laughs> mm-hmm. And a lot of times I'm just like, why did they have this whole side of this episode with Bill? But I liked Bill as a judge. I think it's a good yeah. spot for him because he is kind of judgy anyway. So why not make it part <laughs> of his character? And I was like, this works for me. I like Jack Wagner in this role as a judge this works and so i'm kind of curious to see what will happen with that Mm -hmm. and and so that'll be interesting the real question is are they going to get him a real gavel yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's true (laughs) um all right so there we go i think we basically covered everything i that we know so let us know if you're listening or watching i let us know what you think is going to happen what you're excited for uh coming up we'd love to hear your thoughts on the comment section or on Twitter. That would be really great. And you can find our podcast all over social media, iTunes, YouTube, everywhere. And we will be covering every, we'll do a recap of every single episode of the show. And usually I think those will air on Thursday, just because it takes us that long to kind of edit and get it, get it done and everything. Um, but they, I think will normally be on Thursday. So uh, we're really looking forward to doing that with you guys. And uh, so Caroline, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Mita Caroline R. Great. And Cammie, what about you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Cammie Drama Girl. You can find me on Facebook, the Hooked Hardy Facebook page. And my blog is hookedhardy.com. 
Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, everywhere, Ron Tomatoes. Make sure to check that out. I would be really grateful. And uh, yeah, we have our patron groups. Make sure to check that out. Uh, we have a ton of fun and we do giveaways and exclusives and we're, we'll try to have a post up every single week where people can talk about the episode in a spoiler, in a contained way. So definitely check that out. I think you really enjoy the patron. We also have our merch store, which has some Hallmarkies inspired um, uh, uh, items and Hardy's inspired items. So so check that out. It'll all be in the description section. So thanks so much, you guys. I really appreciate it. It was so much fun to talk about yeah. What Calls the Heart, season seven coming up. And uh, we'll talk to you all later. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.